This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. It's the Morning Majlis. It's the Morning Majlis following the conclusion of the UIM F1H2O with Jonas Anderson finally lifting the title. Let's learn a little bit more about the history of uh, the F1H2O. What is it all about? The power boating, and we're joined uh, by the pioneer uh, of the uh, UIM Power Boats uh, Championship. It is uh, our friend of the show now, uh, Mr. Nicolo Di Germano. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Um, how satisfied are you with the overall race but 22 years or over 23 years of this fascinating event well uh, uh, you know as always we said we have to smile because we are in charge mm. and i must say that uh, truly the event uh, in charge is uh, i said is the academy of uh, organizers we bring people from all over the world to learn how to organize an event. Uh, you know, everything is so well done, well organized after uh, more than 20, yeah, 23 years now because the first time was in 2000. And, um, and for us, uh, this is the uh, 299 Formula One event we mm. uh, have organized and charges uh, relax no problem uh, smile. <laughs> We are definitely smiling uh, in Sharjah, of course. Now, looking at this year's uh, event or this year's edition, how has it been so far from your point of view? Everything uh, went well. Uh, Jonas the world champion is a very very uh, good driver and he's uh, really special because he tune his engine himself is the only driver of uh, the, the championship that is also responsible himself of his engine so he prepare his engine he, he and i know that uh, that make uh, the 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 difference between uh, his team and the other team he is mm. the father of his own engine <laughs> <laughs> amazing now team sweden's won it um and uh, the veteran of the of the event uh, and the races sean torrenta sadly was was injured as any updates from from sean and and how is he doing well uh, uh, i think uh, also the crowd in charge is increasing year after year mm. and uh, it showed that uh, people like this event mm. they they're coming from many different places abroad international places just to to have uh, uh, before uh, the winter uh, holidays is a perfect uh, mm. opportunity to come myself i i will spend more days after the event stay here and then fly back uh, to italy for uh, win- for christmas so is uh, is a perfect choice of the timing of the year and the weather and mm. opportunity to discover the other uh, aspect of charge uh, we had delegation from indonesia from mm. vietnam 
they went to see the safari, your, that is the largest uh, safari mm. outside Africa. You know, and that is uh, spread the, the knowledge of charge around the world, which mm. is part of uh, the reason why um, we do our event, to let people discover a country on a different uh, uh, way. Uh, the same we do in Indonesia, in Vietnam, where we mm. organize the event. is always an opportunity for the uh, tourism organization to present their country on a different uh, aspect, on mm. a different, uh, from a different point of view. And, you know, 22 years of hosting this event here in Sharjah, how have you noticed the popularity change over the years? Was this possibly the busiest event? Well, you know that uh, we have uh, 10 teams. Three of them are from the UAE. <laughs> we have Team Abu Dhabi the, that make the history of Formula One. We have uh, uh, Team Victory, and Victory is a very well-known brand of Dubai. And finally, we have uh, Team Sharjah, and now you have the uh, Sharjah uh, Marine uh, Club that is doing very well, that is uh, preparing a lot of new projects and, and development, especially uh, dedicated to uh, the youth to, to uh, learn uh, and charge is a long tradition of uh, uh, water of sea uh, activity so it makes sense also historically to to bring the youth of charger to the sea again to the water mm. and uh, can you talk to us about the history um, the, the 22 years ago in 2000 as you said there was only mosque the, the, the only mo the, you could only yeah. see the Noor Mosque on the Khalid Lagoon. How have you seen this whole uh, venue change? I, I tell you something. The first event I did here in 2000, we had a problem because of the sun. Uh, during the race, the sun was really uh, creating a problem. To, no, 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 no longer <laughs> because there are so many <laughs> towers, <laughs> buildings towers, that yes. has changed. The whole uh, uh, landscape has changed. Mm. And, um, and now the lagoon is beautiful, is, uh, but you have shadow where mm. you had sand. <laughs> no, exactly. So that's been replaced. <laughs> um, but overall, um, in terms of uh, the, the crowd attendance, uh, how satisfied are you to see a big, big turnout uh, for the final race as well? Well, I, somehow we are, we are proud because uh, we really feel partner of... Uh, we, we have been part of this development. We have been part of this growth. Our uh, sport, uh, because it's not only a show, mm. it is a very, very demanding sport, physically demanding. And uh, uh, we, we have been somehow part of the growth of Sharjah uh, as witness. And, uh, and at the same time, our sport has grown dramatically 
both on media uh, and on uh, on technicality we we are much more and and in all the research and development we have done uh, uh, for the safety mm. because basically as organizer our priority is to have uh, to make the event uh, mm. safer and safer the safety is a never-ending uh, story uh, never-ending and uh, and we are much concentrated we had a very hard accident mm. you saw it on on Saturday uh, the uh, the Torrent, the driver of Abu Dhabi team broke his helmet mm. in the shock to 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 to, to the collision. broken helmet mm. inside the cockpit wow. you know the shock he had 15 years ago I don't know if he could survive now the few hours after he was out of hospital mm. and smiling and so that is also part of the uh, work of mm. research of development that uh, uh, with the team and with the international federation we uh, we we do brilliant now um i'd like to know a little bit more about the sport uh, you said that you were part of formula one before but now to bring that adrenaline on water when the waters can be even a very unpredictable sometimes choppy water sometimes very different different weather conditions how is it um how's the transition been you know, obviously it's been over, over 22 years now but uh, uh, power boating uh, if, if there's any set rules for the shape of the boat the speed of the boat the engine size and uh, how different is it from from the racetrack to to the waters well i personally before getting involved in power boating i was uh, i had two teams of formula one myself and uh, I, I created two teams in the 80s and, the very, and I had the idea of uh, doing the Formula One on water after the experience I had uh, of uh, our cousin <laughs> on tarmac, mm. we had the two. <laughs> there are a lot of similarity and a lot of difference. Mm. Uh, first of all, uh, to have a Formula One car, you have to build the circuit. And uh, to build the circuit, it costs a lot, a lot, a lot. We don't have to build the circuit because we have uh, uh, water everywhere in the world where uh, we can uh, organize events. So that is a big uh, difference. The other difference is that normally, our events are free of charge for the spectators. So we can go downtown, really in the center of the cities, and, and we choose a location, either a top touristic location, like Sharjah, or a, a financial uh, uh, location, Singapore, uh, London, where I've done events. So, uh, and to be downtown on those uh, uh, locations is quite different than having to drive to go to the city. Mm. The other difference <coughs> is, uh, is uh, uh, that when you drive a Formula One car, 
uh, you do lap after lap and you push a little bit more where to break. But you know exactly uh, how far you can go before breaking before a corner. In the water, lap after lap is different mm. because the water condition are different. It can be uh, a little wave or, or whatever. So is somehow is much more difficult to drive a Formula One boat than a Formula One car. Mm. Uh, you know, our boat, uh, they go up to 250-260 kilometers per hour on yeah. the water, which wow. is crazy. <laughs> it's mm. crazy. And uh, so, the show is there. Mm. You can see the race from the beginning to the end of, of the race. If you have a boat that you like, you, a driver you... you you can choose it, uh, you can uh, follow him mm. through the whole uh, event. In Formula One car, you sit there, <laughs> boom, boom, and yeah. they just pass. <laughs> yeah. It's it much better to watch a Formula One car race on television, mm. because at least you can follow it completely. Mm. In our uh, event, you sit there and you see it's no, like having a, a giant screen in front <laughs> of you and you can follow the race from the beginning to the end. Here in those speeds, 250, 260 kilometers an hour, that is crazy. And that's a similarity that you have with Formula One on track. And you're looking at the photos, they're flying off waves here in Sharjah over the weekend. What are similarities in terms of the format? Is it similar like 50 to 60 laps? When, when completing a race? Well, what we do, uh, we normally calculate the, the time for a lap and we establish the number of lap according to the time it takes. Mm -hmm. But consider something, a normal circuit has probably eight, uh, eight uh, um, boys which means eight turn. Each boy means a deceleration, the turn, and you know that we reach up to seven G-force during the turn, which, but for a very fraction of a uh, very short time. If you had to do a the same deceleration for a longer, you you cannot do it. The fact is, so it's when I said physically demanding, <laughs> do 50 lap, eight turn, it mean uh, 400 acceleration, mm -hmm. deceleration, and G-force in a period of uh, 40 minutes. Mm. Yeah. At the end, you are really uh, tired. Yeah. I mean, these drivers, they must be physically fit then. They're similar conditions to the Formula One drivers. Very much. Yeah. Very much physically fit. And, uh, and, and but they are, they are, I mean, they are driver uh, very, very, and the other difference I try to keep is uh, to have access to the driver. I like that the public can 
have the contact with the driver. When I was uh, in the 80s, uh, I remember the, the our Formula One driver, I remember Clara Gazzoni, James Hunt, uh, Nicky Laud, mm. I knew them very well. They were friendly with the spectators. Uh, you could have uh, easily uh, an autograph. Uh, nowadays, uh, they made a different choice. They are like uh, on another uh, planet and uh, very difficult. They arrive with helicopter mm. to the circuit. They and I, I, for me, that is a mistake mm. because the people like to have contact with their hero. Yeah, that direct contact does make a big difference um, and it has been quite visible with how amazing and popular this sport has become in the country. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Nicola, today and uh, we look forward to more fantastic races here in Sharjah. Thank you. Shukran. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.